happened to be Ampod. Just calm down a bit. You're all getting far too worked up. The Marillion fandom has had a complete meltdown, hasn't it, Sanya? Yeah, calm down, calm down. Don't do that, you'll upset the Scousers. Oh, is that? Is it a racist thing? Well, well, I wouldn't wouldn't call Liverpudlians a race as such. Look, there's enough going on in the world without you lot all fighting with one another. It's got completely out of hand. As far as I know, it might have all calmed down by the time this goes out. But um, in case you're unaware, um, the Meridian and Fans group on Facebook Mm -hmm. uh, went into complete meltdown. So I've heard. I'm not a member of the group, so I, I didn't. I haven't seen any of it first hand or really second hand or any hand. So I'm going to rely on you to explain what happened. Well, I'm not even totally sure myself. From what I gather, from what people have told me, and quite a few of you said to us, you should do an episode on this. So those of you who are here expecting us to talk about marbles once again, apologies. It's been pushed back yet another week. But we did also want to talk about the reaction to the new album from people now that you've all heard it yes uh, which does sort of play into what went on on Marillion and Fans right which as far as I can remember Marillion and Fans is a, a a group that is on Facebook that is unaffiliated officially with Marillion in any capacity however Marillion and Lucy Jordash the band's manager became members of that group and would often react on there and interact with people and you know, answer questions. Ah, and but it wasn't set up by Lucy and the Racket and the band. No, it was um, it was purely a fan group. It was the Marillion Online forum. That's what I was going to ask because I always, in my head, they're kind of always seen as the same thing, no. whereas the forum is kind of what people used to go to. Yes, Marillion and fans pretty much has replaced the forum. Now the forum, there's about half a dozen blokes on there who just. <laughs> Just oh, but people still use themselves. it. It's still used. It's not massively uh, busy anymore. But what is really interesting is that the the Marillion Online Forum is is sort of nice and quite a pleasant place to be these days. Whereas before, well, because because there's only twelve people on exactly, there. and they all like each other. Whereas before, what's got, what's sort of started happening on Marillion and fans is what used to happen on the Mulf, as they call it. Right. Now, before we get into that, I just want to introduce our special guests. Yeah, We've got this special is a first. guests this episode. Two of them, in fact. Uh, and it, the first one is someone who has grown up with Marillion her entire life. It was, I, yeah. I only found them at 14. It was, uh, she has, has been uh, subjected to them since literally the day she was born. It's my daughter, Hayley. Yeah. Say hello, Hayley. Hello. Hello, she's very weirded out by this, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you're a bit. You're it's a, a bit funny perturbed. thing to do in your living room. Well, it is uh, not least because you've come to visit with um, our grandson Bruce, who's here. Baby Bruce. Yes. Yeah, so what now is... he's he's being subjected yeah. to Marillion. <laughs> yeah, he will be subjected. Being one month yeah. old. Yeah. We were sort of saying when he's like my age, Marillion will be like 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 dead. <laughs> That's great. <crazy. laughs> They'll all be dead. <laughs> they I mean, will unless it's not what a thought that's not a cheery thought <laughs> in 50 is it? years time they're, they're all all of them i every, mean in 50 years time in 50 years time every know, we're mem- gonna be around no, be dead. i might be i'm gonna be alive but every member of million <laughs> oh you might in 50 years time will, will literally be dead wow that's okay <laughs> oh even the cats so leaving. he won't know who they are no 
really so unless well, I mean that, he'll know yeah. who they are before I mean it's not like he's only gonna these things are microphones they're not cameras they don't have a lens in them and if they did, it would be like literally looking up your nose, which would not be pleasant for the people at home. No, well. Yeah, um, yeah. so my grand... He's actually being fed at the moment. This is a bit weird when you think about it. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit weird. Yeah, so if you can hear kind of like sucking and heavy breathing, it's... it's li- <laughs> not one of us. Yeah, it's, it's a five-week-old baby. It's not one of us having a stroke. Keeping him quiet. Um, yeah, you were nearly called Kaylee, weren't you? Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. why she's called Haley, actually, because it sounds a bit like Kaylee. But when I told some people at work that I was going to call uh, my daughter, if she was a daughter, Kaylee, they, they went, Kylie. And that was that. That was the end of that. I've told that story about 10 times on this podcast, haven't I, Sonia? <laughs> You're now 11. Yeah, and now she's here. So, so do you like Marillion? <laughs> do you? Yeah, I don't dislike Marillion. No, you don't, do you? I, no, I don't. You've seen them live. I've seen them live. Only once when you were fourteen. You, I was fourteen. Haley came with me to that, uh, which we talked about recently. That Marbles warm-up oh, show. Oh yeah, that's where I met Anthony for the first time. Yes, well, I'd only met him about two days before. Oh really? I didn't. Know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I met him that week. Oh really? Yeah, I'd known Anthony about. Oh, we two... went out for dinner with him. Did we? Yeah, we went to Peter night. Express. Did we? Yeah, it was in. Um... Oh. Where were we? Beginning of May. America. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, I don't remember that. Mm. Yeah, well, I hadn't known him very long. I wonder who else was with us. No, it was it, just us three. Was it the three of yeah. us? Yeah. Other than him, you met some other people there. Well, we yeah, because I'd met this other guy that week. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, but do you remember anything else about that gig? No. I remember the hotel. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, I remember, I don't know, I think it was probably the first gig I ever went to. Other than I went to a Steps concert once. Did you? Outside. Well, funny enough, you see, you've been to the, your first two gigs were with a singer called H. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how about that, what everyone? What were the chances? <laughs> what wow. were the chances, eh? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it was, it's, I mean, for a 14 year old, it was quite, well, it's very different to Steps, yeah. wasn't it? Do you remember that guy that. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> That gave you a funny look and tried to introduce himself to you, and I thought, uh, "Hang on, he's crack going to crack onto you." But actually, he thought you were H's daughter. Do you remember that? No. He he apologized. He apologized to me profusely subsequently <laughs> because what had happened was uh, he was he he was eyeing you up. Oh, hang on, I'm getting in here. He was a young youngish man. <laughs> oh, that that ain't happening. She's fourteen. Um, but as it turned out, it's purely because he thought you were Sophie Hogarth. Why uh, do you think that? Because you got similar. You, you were young girls and you had mm. like dark hair. That's At it. At a Marillion concert. At a Marillion concert. <laughs> well, yeah, his daughter is often there. Well, that's what I mean. That's probably yeah. worth it was me. But yes, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's exactly well done. You, you I was jo- just thinking Why aloud. don't you join the dots? <laughs> Good. Yeah, I was. I was thinking aloud. Yeah. <laughs> we do that a lot on this podcast. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, so Marillion fans, back to that. Mm. Uh, what happened? So what happened? What has happened mm. is Lucy and Marillion have have bowed out. I've heard. I've heard about that. Yeah, well, I told you. Didn't I? You did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they put out um, a final post, which isn't there anymore. Ironically, because when you leave the group, I guess all your posts disappear in your wake. They do they? They don't tend to. They tend to. Your name just ten, tends to become non-clickable. Well, it ain't there anymore. Well, they might have deleted it. Maybe that would be that would be really yeah. dramatic, wouldn't it? Anyway, they said, and I'll read 
it out. This is their words. Thank you to everyone who pre-ordered our album and thank you to those that didn't pre-order but have subsequently purchased. It means the world to us. The stunning reviews are a delight. The very few critical reviews, not so much, but each to their own. We're truly sorry that some of you have not received the album yet. This is not acceptable and we know this. We were hoping that in these troubled times that the download would placate you, but it seems not, and for that we apologise. The delivery is out of our hands, so if you have any issues, and we do hope that the issues get resolved soon, please contact Townsend Music directly for information. Any issues such as the odd missing signature or names in credits should be directed to them also and can no doubt be resolved. It's setting up to be a great year with lots of concerts and along the way we hope to raise some money for some good causes as well and we truly hope that your late delivery will become just a memory for you and that together we get back to live music and having tremendous experiences together. With all that in mind though, as a band and all band members and staff, we have taken the decision to leave this group for the time being as it's not become a great place to be for everyone's mental health. We don't know whether it's the state of the world in general and of social media in general, but you have to care and we care. Mm. So it looks like it looks like the final straw was the people complaining about their albums not yeah, turning up. It sounds like that was the main point in in that message at least. But here's here's what I witnessed happening right. in the wake of the album being released. Uh, I, I the, and this is before that, this that, this incident. Yeah. yeah, okay. There are a lot of immediate reactions. Right. You know, such as people declaring it the greatest thing they've ever heard after one listen. Right. And people saying it's the worst Marillion album ever after one listen. Now, I, both too of soon. those reactions are way too soon. Ridiculous. Especially with a Marillion album, which requires about 20 listens yes. before you yes. fully, well, even start to understand how you feel about it and that may be ridiculous to some people that's an exaggeration it is an exaggeration but it may be ridiculous to some people that you have to listen to a million album a lot of times to get it and you know maybe you think all music should be immediate and blah blah and that's fine but then Marillion aren't for you but regardless to make a decision like that or, or, an, or declare an opinion like that immediately upon hearing the album I mean I even saw some people say they turned the album off halfway through what you know? They hadn't even got through the whole album, which is ridiculous because it completely changes halfway yes. through. <laughs> yes. So it's like just because you don't like the first half does not necessarily immediately mean that you won't like the second half. No, it's absurd. It's absolutely ridiculous. And it, uh, equally, I sort of say, you know, and I've now pinned my colours to the mast and said, you know, this is my favourite Marillion album. Wow, probably since Marbles. Uh, and I think it's their most consistent, more consistent than Marbles. Um, so their most consistent, I think, since Afraid of Sunlight. There's not a duff track on there because they've been, you know, economical. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I feel the same way. I don't I don't think there's a duff track on there. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think it's daft to kind of state immediately that you, you think it's better than this, that and the other. And, you know, but then, of course, what happens is that Everyone who who declares a, a negative opinion, oh, oh my my grandson stopped feeding and Aww. he's he's emerged and he's so cute. He's so <laughs> I have to stop cute. to admire him for a moment. Oh, he's so cute. You're gonna like Marillion when you wake up. You're gonna like Marillion. He's gonna you, give his you, opinion whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, so what happened is you know someone sort of declares a. Uh, 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 kind of critical opinion mm. all the positive people kind of dogpile on them 
Right. And then it becomes a... a snowballs? Just, just, yeah, or? it snowballs and becomes a skirmish. So, But then also what you had is you had some people just who were making comments that just seemed to be for the sake of drama and um, controversy, just to be a little bit contrary. Mm. You know, I saw... Well, and this is all in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, I saw, oh, he's look. my grandson's looking at me. Oh. Hello, Bruce. <laughs> Hello, Bruce. You're on the podcast. You got anything to say? He's awake. He's been sleeping on me for about two hours. And now he's awake. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, put you as a picture um, for the podcast as the thumbnail. Is that all right, Bruce? Yes. Yes, okay. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh yeah, um, yeah, there were people that seemed to be kind of having controversial opinions for the sake of it, mm-hmm. um, and some of those opinions about you know the the way H's voices has either aged or the way H has decided to sing on the album, mm-hmm. uh, just you know. oh okay in that case because I was tr- like I was trying to think why the late delivery of albums might have caused the band to leave. Like I can understand it, it, it causing Lucy and the, and the racket staff members to, to leave the group. Cause it's just like, it's not in our control. No. Like we're not responsible for the delivery of the albums. And it's really frustrating seeing everyone else frustrated because they haven't got them yet. Also. All right. In this day and age, has, have people not learnt to wait a couple of weeks? Like, there's late deliveries of everything at the moment. Yeah. The post has been a mess for the last two years. Well, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday, the 9th of March, right? And as the band have just put out another statement today about how, you know, not only are there supply chain issues due to COVID, but then on top of that, there's a European war. Going. Yeah, it's like um, everything it's... all at once and... Just be a bit more patient. Anyway, regardless. But, but okay, so then uh, so I was like, okay, I don't, like, the band has left as well. But, yeah, if they're making comments like that, like, about H's voice and stuff, I can understand him not wanting to see that. And it's yeah. probably healthier for him not to see stuff like that. Well, it is because, you know, there was a bit of something on, on his, you know, his, his podcast recently where he happened to see some negative Instagram comments. Yeah, you know, I saw and those and that... They yeah. were only a they, couple, they were but regardless... unnecessarily hurtful yeah, and horrible. They were the usual, oh, fish is the soul of the band kind of Yeah, things. and something else, which I'm not going to repeat on here because I found it really just... Yes. Distasteful. Uh, but in those instances, you know, and I'm speaking from someone who's obviously an outsider and who it's not aimed at, mm. uh, it, it's ignorance... It's purely ignorance and someone, you know, who clearly hasn't heard the band properly. And likewise, you know, there were people, you know, who had listened to the new album who hadn't properly heard it, who hadn't listened to it because, you know, all right, it's Marillion of the Sort Bad and and H is a kind of singer that that they're not going to be for everyone. You know, that's fine. And that's absolutely fine. I know And it's understandable. It's like people just have their music tastes wired differently. Yeah. So, you know, you're not all going to like the same thing. But regardless, there are then also some people in that group who clearly took issue with the content of some of the lyrics. Some people thought the lyrics were too simplistic. Some people felt 
they were preachy. Some people clearly had a bit of an agenda because they, and you know, climate change deniers, etc., etc. You know, I don't want to get into the politics of all that in this episode. But regardless, it's no matter how anyone had sung on that album, no matter how that album had sounded, because of what the words were about. Yeah, they were going to cause gonna, a stir regardless. They were going to upset people. It was like Gaza yeah. you know, or whatever. You know, they were talking about Greta T and, you know, COVID and, you know, two, yes. two topics that are and They're very, controversial, aren't they? Which they shouldn't be. Yeah, but God's they sakes, are. They shouldn't be, but they are. Uh, how's, where's Bruce going? Hayley. He's just laying on my lap. Oh, he's just staying. Oh, what's your favourite Meridian song? Let's just change the subject with Yes. Uh, <laughs> out, of the, out of the five, you know. Five, I know. I think I never remember the names of them. I might have to sing it. I'm not going to sing it. You were in Miami once, weren't you? And uh, Cover My Eyes came on. Was it in Miami? No, we're, we're, I was on you holiday. Texted me. I was on holiday in Tunisia at this hotel. What song was it that they played? Cover My Eyes. I remember it really clearly. You texted me. Well, how does that song go? Ding, 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 ding. Cover my eyes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, it does not go like that. Oh, you like Bruce? He's really looking at me. Look at him. I'm surprised. Yeah. And then. Don't you? I'm beautiful voice. We were also in the car. We were in a taxi at like 3 a.m. in Berlin. Me and Luke, and they were playing. I think it was Kaylee, the radio was playing in Berlin. Oh, that's weird because Kaylee was was, uh, recorded there and Ooh. also that's where they filmed the video if oh, i had really? heard kaylee while in a taxi wow. or 3 in, a. Berlin. in berlin i would have <gasps> literally probably thrown up with excitement yeah you would have melted you. you might probably did i probably just thought you were drunk and it was some wow. other song <laughs> it definitely was that song <laughs> yeah. um favorite one um oh, what's the one about the sun Afraid of sunlight? That's the one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one about the sun. I'm terrible with song names. Like yeah, afraid of sunlight. I do. Uh, but then I think a lot of them are quite nostalgic. It's like a nostalgia thing for yeah, me. Yeah, it's like I love David Essex's Gonna Make You a Star. <laughs> Not, don't laugh at that. It's no. just, it makes it takes you back to being a child. Yeah, that's what I just remember being in the back room, you having at your desk playing Marillion mm. or like the summer with the doors open and having a barbecue well that no no that no, was that a was very a specific, specific barbecue that one was a specific that was because yes because that was the week you saw them live because that oh, was it the oh, week was they got it? to number seven this week we may have to do it again because it um, they're doing well aren't yeah, they yeah midweek charts you'll all know the outcome by the time this goes out but midweek charts they're number two in the album chart okay. excellent yeah. I've got to wow. keep playing the it just keep it on repeat okay that's don't say that oh okay that's, just that's edit rigging that bit the out stop rigging the charts <laughs> <laughs> you'll get them disqualified alright uh, you don't have to put that in the podcast no I've done it it's, it's in now it's in <laughs> You see, no, my this. one one person yeah, that keeps replaying it, it. Oh, I also like the Cinderella song one. Oh, Cinderella oh. Search. Oh. Search, yeah, that one. Fischera. I really like that one. <laughs> is that controversial? Why is yes. that controversial? Fishera. Yeah, because it's fish, yeah. Oh. Well, well we've got a fair balance then. Your yeah. sister, Modern Marillion uh, and Ancient Marillion. Your sister's favourite one is Ocean Cloud, a long one. Mm-hmm. How's that one go? Well, you're actually asking me to sing the <laughs> melody minutes of, of the, the 20 minute long ocean cloud are you yeah, yeah. All right. with okay. all the sound effects and everything <laughs> okay. and Settle sound in, bites I'm off <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to 
just play it for me later. Yeah, it's fine. I won't. I won't inflict it. She's a you. she's a big fat. Well, quite a fan now. Yeah, she is now. Yeah, she loves them. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll probably have to get her tickets for the September tour. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Got a grizzly baby. Oh dear. Uh, anyway, back to the fans. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about kind of toxic fandom and all that, but part of me kind of just thinks it's the same with every fan base. You know, Star Wars is not one of the, you know, famously toxic. Mm. Uh, you know, you, you, Doctor Who, you know, they, they, I started to look it up and, you know, why it happens that, you know, divides into camps. I don't know, but it's, it's, there's, there's, um, Yuval Noah Harari, who wrote the book Sapiens. Your favourite book. Yes, my favourite book. He's always quoting Sapiens. It, he, even, he was even quoting Sapiens to Bruce yesterday. No, I wasn't. That <laughs> well, wasn't morning. from Sapiens. Was that wasn't from Sapiens. Was it not? Is he? Sapiens. I got it for Christmas. Brilliant. It it's brilliant. Changed my life. Genuinely changed my life. Anyway, there's um, he talks in that about how uh, the reason why society is set out the way it is is because once you get over a certain number of people in any group it's impossible to manage mm-hmm. um and that's why well firstly you know why we have stories such as you know god and you know that it's it's a form of controlling population management groups, getting us all to buy into ideas of something and and why wars happen because groups get to a certain size, start fighting, then break apart to form smaller groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess it happens as well within fandoms. You know, it's it's there's nothing we're ever going to do to get rid of fish versus H. You know, those that love fish versus those that love H. You're never going to integrate all of them together. Mm-hmm. They're always going to remain divisions there. Yeah. Um, and but I think part of what is a consequence of what's happened here is is Meridian famously close with their fans, you know. Can and I just Lucy ask, is, yeah, but, before you continue, was the response this time for this album in the group different to the previous album release? Because the previous album, I'm, I'm assuming the group already existed. Uh, I don't remember, but what I would say in terms of, there's, there's been online groups from Meridian since the 90s. Right. Um, and for as long as I can remember, there's been infighting because I remember yeah. that's why I sort of originally left the Marillion online forums because it got so kind of ugly and, um, you know, bickery. I'm just wondering what changed or maybe the Nothing's band just changed. reached their limit and well, like, nof- okay, we've had this for years, we don't need to see it anymore. I think that, I think that um, post there is, is was telling because, you know, whether it's, We've just had two years of pandemic, right? Yes. And on top of that, Marillion of of you know not known where they stood in terms of touring, Marillion weekends, yeah. etc. Et insurance. insurance, and now there's insurance. the European war happening. There's now a European They've got war a happening. Marillion weekend set to be happening played, next door or happening right next door to the war already country. one airline there's has so cancelled flights to to Warsaw. Yeah. So we don't we don't know at this so point. So they're already they've been through a lot of stress and probably are still Yeah. Having to deal with a lot. And what you don't need on top of that is a load of people going, Oh, the things that turned up yet when it's not their fault. 
Yeah. It's out of their hands. You don't need that. You don't need a load of people going, oh, I don't like this album. And then loads of other people going, oh my God, I can't believe you don't like this album. And it, it's just, it's just <laughs> ugly. It's ugly and undignified and, yeah. and pathetic when, frankly, as you've just said, there's a war going on. Literally a war. And literally still a pandemic going on, which we've all forgotten about because there's a bloody war going on. It's, mm. it's, it's enough. Enough is enough. And I think they're doing the right thing by stepping away because look how upset H got with those comments on Instagram. Yeah. You know, it, it's, there's a but, reason. But hang on, I just have to say, rightly so, those comments on Instagram, well, the ones that I saw, at least one of them, was quite personal and it was like... Yes. Yeah, I can understand, fully understand him getting upset with that and I don't think he was overreacting. No, I don't. Well, no, he's not overreacting. He reacts how he reacts. If he gets yeah. upset by something that's been written about him, totally understand him getting yeah. upset. However, there's a reason why they say don't read the comments. Yes. And if... if you have got a sensitive spot somewhere like that. Don't don't put yourself in harm's way would be my advice to anyone. I mean, sometimes it's hard to resist, particularly you've got a new record coming out. Yeah, or out and, you and you've got to know, promote you know, it. Yeah. You're proud of and it. And you've put in a lot of time into it. You've put in a lot of heart into it. I guess it must be quite a vulnerable position to be in as well, because especially for H, well, for all of them, because you're kind of bearing your soul through your creativity. And then to have people pick holes in it, that's almost going to sting more because it's getting you in a place where you haven't got armour over it. So, But what you do have as well when you put a piece of creative work out there like that is you're immediately more vulnerable than normal. Yeah, that's, anyway. yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're immediately in a vulnerable place because yeah. you've got something new out there. You've, you're too close to it to kind of yourself have uh, any kind of... Uh, critical or objective Objectivity, view of it. yeah um so you're vulnerable and that's the that's the time to definitely step away but especially if it's something like you know lyrics that come from an unguarded vulnerable place in mm. you yes so it's going to hurt more you're less you've got less armor around that particular area of of yourself or your life and additionally, uh, though, what I would say is is uh, the fans do are entitled to... Oh, Bruce is making noises. Your he's fan like a little, He's joining in. He's like a bird. He's joining in. My grandson, the bird. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's going to lay an egg in his nappy. Um, <laughs> Dad. Uh, I say I'll throw now. Um, yeah, fans also have... Uh, you know, a right to have a place where they can have discussions without feeling that they're being watched. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I, I worded I guess... that better the other day when you and I were talking about it. And I think I, I love, I love that Lucy gets involved. I love that Lucy has direct contact with with the fandom. I think it's really a really unique relationship. Yeah, and it's probably there. part of the reason why the Marillion community is so strong. It is part of it. Because she clearly yeah. cares and her team, the team at Racket Records, clearly care. Yeah, And yeah. care about having that connection. Yeah, yeah, and it is really special. But I also imagine for her it's exasperating a lot of the time. Uh, you know, I don't want to speak for her. I'm sure it's exasperating. But also... <sighs> I'm sure there are fans out there that, that probably just want to kind of discuss the good and the bad of what they like about the band or about 
records or whatever without someone from the band chipping in. Um, right. And I think that's 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 as it should be um, because it, it, I don't know, it imbalances things a bit. Uh, and this isn't a criticism at all of, of Marillion, the organisation, at all, um, because I think their intentions are always in the right place. Uh, but um, but I think... <sighs> Don't... Isn't there a saying, like, once you have created something, like written a book and put it out into the world, it it's it no longer belongs to you? Like, it, it does, but it's no longer yours mm. anymore. Now it belongs to everyone else. Yes. And so I guess it's your baby, so it's hurtful to hear people saying things about it that or critiquing it mm. but or criticizing it but it no longer belongs only to you anymore so you do have to be able to step away yes because people are entitled to not like something and Marillion- well people are going to not like like there's going to people out there there's going to be people out there that don't like something no matter what Yes, there, there isn't anything that is universally loved in this world, apart from my grandson. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, there isn't anything. Um, everything is is loved and loathed, you know, by, by different people. And people have different reasons for liking things and not liking things. As we know with this new album, some people don't like it for political reasons. Some people don't like it because they think the lyrics are a bit on the nose. Some people don't like it because they think the message of be hard on yourself is hypocritical when they're selling box sets, you know, deluxe box sets. And, but, and sometimes people but, just need to discuss that. Yes. And sometimes people also want to discuss something and will then change their mind because mm. by hearing an opinion that is different to yours. Well, I don't know. I know it everyone, doesn't happen often. really entrenched these I days. know it doesn't <laughs> happen often, but it, it does happen occasionally that yeah. when people have a conversation and... They're enlightened to another point of view or another perspective. But what really surprised me was was that that saying that the band read that you know Lucy had said the band read Marillion and fans, and I just kind of thought when I read that I thought I always thought she kept them away from stuff that was being said online. But I guess you yeah, can't but stop them. They're, they're adults; human. they can, of course. I know, you know but, anyone can join Facebook. Um, but you'd have thought after whatever well, it is, forty two years. <laughs> They know better. Not only that, they are Marillion. They're not exactly the most universally loved band. Um, Yeah, rightly or wrongly. Just wrongly, sorry. Um, But they're not. It's all happening. What did he do? Did he burp? Disgusting boy. He's no no grandson of mine with that that kind of wind. (laughs) Oh, really? God, I dare mention wind again on this podcast. Oh, God, yeah. Anyway... um, yeah, look, every fandom's going to be end up like that, and I think the band are doing the right thing, and Lucy's doing the right thing. Step away, close the door on it, let yeah. them all fight amongst each other. Yeah, uh, I think there has been a collective kind of oh bugger, we went too far amongst some people. Some people were just doubling down on you know oh I don't like it, and I'm allowed not to like it. Uh, well, yeah, you are, mate, but don't be an arsehole about it. Well, I was going to ask, has has anything changed since they left? I don't know, I've stopped looking as well. Because or... it, it was getting too much. It was getting too much. There were too many sort of long, annoying arguments. Just, yeah, there weren't even posts anymore. It was just arguments. Uh, you know, and, and it, was, it, was, it was annoying the people that were pro the band sometimes. It was annoying as the people who were kind of anti the band. 
Right. Uh, you know, um, anyway, whatever. Uh, that's just life online. Remember when um, Stephen Wilson released his latest album? Well, funny enough, there <laughs> was a post that? about that. There it's was like a post about that. He Same he, thing. Uh, he stays away from it, apparently. Yeah. He well, stays away from it. I don't blame it. him because we looked at some of the comments. Yeah. And it was, that was just... That was exasperating even for us, and we're not even involved. Hello, hello. I'm just going to say hello to my grandson again. Bruce, have you got any words for the listeners? Have you got any words for the listeners? No? Oh, he's just yawning. Is this podcast boring? Is it boring you? He's yawned to make me yawn. We did ask you all for some responses to the new album. Some of these date back to when the singles came out, I think, or at least Murder Machines. So we did have some letters in our post bag which weren't about the new album and they're just waiting to go into Mm. a future post bag. These are strictly Achbid letters. Achbid. Isn't that... Arbid. Oh, oh, is it Arbid? It's not got a C in it or K. Ach, ach, A-H. I'm sorry? How would you pronounce A-H? Ah. Ah, not ach. 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 Achbid. <laughs> What's going on, Sadia? Would you say Arbid? Yeah, not Achbid. For me, Arbid would be A-B-I-D. Ah. Ah. Okay, ah. the the name Ahmed, it's... Is it Ahmed? Maybe it's Ahmed. Oh, my God, I've been saying it wrong all these years. What the hell are you... You know the name spelt A-H-M-E-D? Ahmed. I always say Ahmed. Oh, my God, no. This is really not the time for this, is it? <laughs> it's not really the time, Sanya. There's a time and a place for this discussion. I've just had a realisation. Uh, oh, no. Okay, I'm looking up. Oh, sorry to all Ahmeds out there. Or Sorry to all Ahmeds out there. <laughs> Whichever one it is. Is more as so you've been doing oh. the. I've been doing, saying Arabic. it correctly. Yeah, you've been doing the Arabic pronunciation. Oh, okay, Ahmed. Okay. I'm not sorry. No, I've been I, getting no, a name no, wrong no, the whole time. On. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is the acronym of the new Marillion album an Arabic name? No. It's similar is it, is spelling. It an, is it an? Is Arbid an hour before it's dark an Arabic name? Is it, Sanya? It's similar is spelling, it? so you, you can understand it? why. Ah, ah, Ahmed, Ahbid, Ahbid. Do you do that? No, you said No, Ahbid. I said Ahbid. Ah. No, I didn't say Ah. I said Ah. I, I, you've gone off the deep end, I'll tell you. <laughs> you've gone off the deep end. Listeners, now... tell us how you pronounce how the How do you pronounce NASA? Acrimid. NASA. <laughs> How do you pronounce the BBC? <laughs> <laughs> About the Ampod. <laughs> wow. Um, well, all right. So we've got a few letters. Not too many, so don't all run away. Our first letter I'm going to read out, shall I? Shall I read out our first one? Yeah, it's go It's from on. our good friend Pete Pyjamas, PJ. Uh, it's not his real name, by the way, Hayley. Pyjamas would be a good surname, wouldn't it? It would. It's Daniel pronounced it. <laughs> <laughs> You make me sound like Gollum. (laughs) (laughs) Which is Paul's nickname for me, so I guess that's fitting. Not because she looks like Gollum, it's because she covets rings. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) And crawls around the house in a (laughs) loincloth. No, it's because she does that whole kind of, Oh, my precious. Oh, my 
Oh, I hate you, hobbitses. Oh, I love you, hobbitses. She does that whole kind of dual yeah, uh, personality. I change thing. my mind on topics all the time. Literally mid-sentence. Mid-sentence. Right, so this is Pete Pajamas talking about murder machines. Um, he says... Firstly, living in New Zealand, I was particularly happy and a little bit smug that the release of streaming was midnight local time, meaning I got to listen a good few hours before folks knew it. Was that the same with the album, Pete? I'm curious. Uh, fingers crossed the same happens with the album next month. Oh, well, okay, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. The song itself, musically all good, great actually, although I'm not sat- sold on the guitar solo with a screechy asylum satellite sound. Ah, oh, oh, I'm not alone. That was I your know, opinion Bruce. too. Yeah. I didn't like. I don't, I'm not a big fan of it, but it's very small, and I've got used to it now, and I don't even notice it anymore. Although I did see someone complaining about people who were complaining about that. Oh no! <sighs> because you can't have an opinion without someone saying you're wrong to have the opinion anymore. And I realise, as I'm saying this, I sound like some right winger. <laughs> so I'm gonna shut up. Anyway, Pete says, lyrics, H said he tried hard not to let COVID creep into the world for this album. My honest opinion, I wish he'd tried harder. At least Be Hard on Yourself did a good job of not blatantly shoving its message in your face. Look, I don't hate it by any stretch. It's just not my favourite thing. All that antibodies vaccine stuff will probably sound dated real quickly. And quite frankly, I've had enough of hearing about it constantly without having it integrated into music that is my favourite thing in the world. Maybe I'll feel differently in a few years. I'd like to know if you feel differently now you've heard the album. Yeah. I prefer Be Hard and reckon it would have made a better single release, specifically tearing the big picture with the choir bit chopped off. It's great, but not for a single. To me, that would make it a perfect three-minute slice of Meridian, which is also part of something greater in the context of the entire track on the album. I reserve the right to change my mind at any time, and I'm almost ashamed to admit that whilst Meridian are without doubt my favourite band, my first listen to most of their albums usually leaves me wanting somehow, a feeling that dissolves with each listening. Listen, agree, Pete. We all feel like that. Hayley, would you like to read a letter? Yeah, I can read a letter. This is from... Uh, do you want to give me Bruce? Yeah, we can do a swap. Let's do a swap. You take my Hold laptop on. and I'll take Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Over okay. you come. Bruce, you get, on my, get on the mic, Bruce. No? Who's this from? Well, you can read it. How do you pronounce that? I don't want to get... Matthias. <laughs> Criticised for pronouncing things correctly <laughs> on the podcast. Yes, you definitely it's only don't. It's you're going to scare Bruce. No, he loves it. He's got to get used to it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, he, he does. You've done it enough since he's been here. <laughs> okay. It's for, is it Matthias? Matthias. Yes. Matthias. I don't, well, actually, we don't uh, know. Yeah, we, don't, we could have been saying it wrong this whole time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Paul and Sanya. Thought I'd give you a quick first impression of Murder Machines. I've probably listened to it about 50 times already, and it's only lunchtime. Wow, what a track. I can't even recall when when I was this positive about Meridian's song. Even though I really like how they create atmosphere and emotion, I have really missed this type of song for a long time. And after Fear, I was actually worried that they would never do something like this again. I'm so glad they did. I think it's amazing. The chorus is up there among the most catchy they've done. Absolutely love it. My only criticism would be that I struggle a bit with songs without an intro. Maybe me being a bit old fashioned, but I would have preferred at least a few bars before vocals start. Same thing with sounds that can't be made, although it's a great track. I'm also not a big fan of the underwater pedal that Rothers uses. Oh, for the solo. another one. Oh, what's um, the underwater pedal? Well, Nick said it's a roto pedal. A that roto does pedal. not explain what it is. Well, 
he calls it an underwater pedal. Well, what does, does it do? It, it makes that sound, but it makes a guitar sound like a horrible, cheap... Like it's underwater? Yeah, cheap toy guitar. Is it the same sound that you were talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah. Oh, right, right, okay. That's, that's oh, I thought this was a different sound. Two letters, two comments about that sound. Not that Paul's counting or anything. <laughs> no, I just like, I just, you know, weight in numbers in terms of proving that I'm right. My opinions are right. It's, uh, it's featured on Fear as well, and it's just not my favourite guitar sound. His playing, though, is fantastic as always, especially the second half of the song. My conclusion is that even if it's almost impossible to compare Murder Machines to the New Kings, for example, I must again point out that this is the most upbeat and happy I've been about their music for a long, long time, and that must count for something. Can't wait for the album to arrive. Take care. Matthias, can you tell that she's a teacher, everyone? <laughs> oh, did I read it like a storybook? A little bit. It was good. Yeah, it was very you should well read done. all the letters. I was going to do some actions with my hands, well, yeah. but then I remembered it. Uh, <laughs> you should set an activity for us now. <laughs> Anyone got any questions? Right. Hands up. Uh, I haven't got anything to say to that because yeah, I just agree with the uh, underwater pedal bit and that's mm. all I care about. That's the main bit that jumped out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The bit that said, this is why right. Brothers doesn't read it, uh, the Facebook group. Yes. He's well, probably sick of everyone saying they don't like the underwater pedal. By the same token, you know, we should be allowed to say that on this podcast. And uh, you have. And we have. We do know that Lucy now listens to us and Mark Kelly has certainly <laughs> listened to us. Uh, but uh, you're not going to stop me. <laughs> You're not going to stop me saying I don't like that noise. Oh. Anyway, uh, are you doing the next one, Sanya? Is it a long one? Oh, it's, for God's sakes. Hang on. Oh, my oh for God's sake. Look at that, hey. Look oh, what we whoa. have to put up with. Oh. <laughs> it's too Three long, pages, isn't it? that one. You're going to read the long one. All right, I'll read, I'll read it, shall I? I mean, I can read it if you want. Yeah, I can multitask. I'll read That's it. That's good. It says this is from Pep. Pep, Pep. Pep, Pep. And then he says he's. This is from. This is Josep from Catalonia. Josep, but at the end. Josep. Oh, sorry. I'm just oh, making a pronunciation. <laughs> That's not how I said it. <laughs> at the end, in brackets, Pep. Okay. Well, Josep, Pep. Oh, Josep, maybe. Yeah. Josep, Josep, Joseph without a P. This is why he said Pep. Because it's pep, easier pep. for us well, to he, pronounce. Yeah, but then he said this is Joseph from Catalonia, not Pep. Oh, from, true. Pep from Catalonia. I'm reading the email. Anyway, this is Pep from Catalonia. Uh, yesterday, I finally decided to become a patron of yours. Oh, the 501st. Hey, everyone else, That's you should exciting. all become patrons. Uh, www.patreon.com slash Mr. Biffo. Uh, links are in the description. You can join from uh, one pound a month. That's British pounds. And, you know, we do all sorts on there, don't we? Uh, hang on, Bruce's dummies come out. Bruce, you should become a patron and give your granddad some money. <laughs> That'll come from me. But <laughs> <laughs> then you should. Uh, right. Um, he says, he says, because he was able to listen to our review of the new Meridian album. Excellent review. Unfortunately, it started in a way that I'm still embarrassed and ashamed of. Uh, I don't remember an album so much anticipated for me. I remember Marbles listening to those snippets they put on the web page back in 2003 again and again. It was a pain in the arse the long wait. Now it is worse. The sensation that this might be the album of their, brackets, our lives, makes me suffer, in leisure terms, of course, more than ever. Then your review came and blew my mind. There... <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I have to give Bruce back, everyone. Just bear with me a second. He's getting fidgety. Is he not happy? I don't know. You don't like Granddad smiling. reading. He's smiling. He smiling. loves your voice, though, doesn't he? Ah, there he we got are. taken out by the microphone there. No. Hello. I would never do that. As I said on Twitter, you managed to try, translate to us the emotions and the structure of the songs as well. It was great. I listened to it again this morning. I know you since someone put a link of your programme with Lucy in the Marillion and Fans Facebook group back in November. I think I've heard that interview more than five times because it was the first occasion to know about the album that I pre-ordered back in September and waited for so long. Listening to it was a way of tasting a little of every song. I don't know why I said that like that. Uh, then the first external... <laughs> it was a bit weird, wasn't it? <laughs> I, was, I was getting into it a bit too much. Uh... Then the first external reviews began to fall in cascade until yours yesterday. All of them confirmed my sensations based on the clips provided. Then with the trailer on more than six minutes, uh, I empathise with you when I heard you speaking about Reprogram the Gene. My reaction was, well, like Living in Fear or Lucky Man, they're songs I tend to skip. But your comments after that gave me a lot of hope. I hope you like it now, Pep. Because uh, it's, it's... Weirdly, it's one of my, I think, two favourite songs on the album. Yeah, I, I mean, I did like it immediately. Sorry, Paul, for having an immediate opinion on well, it. Well, so did I. But, anyway. um, so did I. And it was it was like one of my... It was probably like my top, top, top favourite of the album at first. And now they're all kind of very close to each other in favourite mm. level. Yes, because it's so consistently um, good. Yeah, but, but I still love it re- so much. Do you know my other favourite? And it's going to go against the grain... What? And Mark Kelly won't be happy, but I think it's Sierra Leone. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. And I think I actually, although I love that end section of Care, mm. and I love the open, opening section, mm. the middle meanders a bit too much for me, uh, the middle five minutes. Really? Uh, and with Sierra Leone, I think, actually kind of holds together a bit better for me. Interesting. I, I, I don't know. I just love it. I love Sierra Leone so much. I that, do love Sierra Leone as well. But for like a... A punchy kind of rock song, Reprogram the Gene, is number one. Number, numero uno. Yes. On Achbed. 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 He also says, um, I didn't get what Crow and the Nightingale is, although I expect a lot regarding some comments like those of Lucy and members of the band. Obviously, bear in mind that Pep Pep hasn't... Um, Hasn't actually heard the album at the time. At this point, yes. And hearing those seconds of care, it was something organic that occurred to me. I even didn't get the notes or the music when my reptilian brain created a shiver in my spine and goosebumps upon my skin. Wow. I'm not going to... I'm going to skip some of the letter now because it's enormous. Then Pep Pep goes on to say, I've listened to many of your shows in no particular order. I was amused by a lot of those dedicated to fish where you brought a lot of curiosities I didn't know about. Um, next 5th of March I'll be oh he's had his birthday happy birthday for oh happy birthday for recently a few days ago Um, he says I'll be 51 and have been a fan since 1986 and since 1991 continuously Uh, and I still discover new things by reading or listening to your show I remember feeling the same as Paul with Anorak expecting a lot from it after the disappointment of the previous three albums I felt something similar to Paul about marbles I have to say that I'm discovering many meanings of the lyrics with you since I never paid attention to them they don't interest me I know most of them but I never paid attention to what they were all about in any period except Kaylee, Sky Above the Rain The New Kings and a few more 
What does interest me are the vocal melodies as if it were another instrument. By the way, an interesting interview in the web magazine. Hey, yeah, we're in the web magazine. I just want to add, thank you for giving a very entertaining, amusing moments to the Meridian family. Also, when you argue, go on, prog on. Prog on. Then he says something. Whoops, that was a bit sudden, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Can you pronounce what he's written at the end there? He's done that to test us, I'll tell you. I have the worst accent. You've just been making fun of my accent. <laughs> yeah, but you the, think you're an expert. The quarter of this, I, I do not you think, think I'm an expert. You think you're brilliant. No, I don't. What, what's I a, know I'm not good at what's, accent what's or Italian pronunciation. What's Italian for asparagus? Stop asking me that. <laughs> oh, now I need to know. What is Italian for asparagus? Go on, Sonia. I'm not saying Come on, it. you're on the spot. No, I find it hard to say. For, if anyone's listening here from Italy, please, why not send us an email with uh, the correct <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> an Italian word for asparagus. Um, anyway, thank you, Pep Pep, for that. Much appreciated. And also, thank you for signing up to our Patreon, like everyone else should, to help us um, keep going. Yeah, we don't do this for, you know, we do this for, we literally do this for money. <laughs> but we need we your do. money. We do. <laughs> Literally, this is this is our only reason for doing this is money. We we want to become millionaires off the back of doing this Marillion podcast. Oh God, and I imagine. think I think we're gonna. I've got I just got a feeling really? that we're gonna become multi millionaires as a result of doing this podcast through our Patreon www.patreon.com slash Mr. Biffo. Sonia, would you like to read the next letter from our yes. old friend Kester Roper? Kester Roper hasn't got a nickname. We need to give him a nickname. Did I give oh, I thought you did. I thought it was, you know, that show, Mr. and Mrs. Roper, and you went to lunch with the guy. George and Mildred. Yeah. Did I? I thought it was. George Roper. George. Was it that? I don't know. That sounds really convoluted. Yeah. Unless that's what I think of when I see his surname. Or did I call him the hangman? Because the, the rope. rope. Oh, the hangman, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Oh, All no. right. The next letter is from the hangman. Kester Roper. He says, you are right about Achbid. (laughs) (laughs) It's bloody great. For me, Roprag... Roprag? (laughs) Roprag. Wow, the pronunciation's gone right off the rails now. Yeah, forget it, I can't talk. Hey, Bruce, we're doing a podcast. See, he's saying stop making fun out of Nanny. Yeah. For me, reprogram the genes stands out. Even with the most jarring moment Marillion have yet managed, I'll let them off as the song is so great. What? Even with the most jarring moment Marillion Yeah, the bit where it just cuts out and changes completely halfway through. Is that re- is that the most jarring moment in Marillion quite, song history? You're asking me huh. as if I'm like the adjudicator of jarringness. <laughs> I, know, I don't know, because I didn't experience it as, as jarring. That's why I wasn't mm. sure what he meant, but okay. I, I love it because I think it just, you know, I, I like the way it just drops down. Yeah. What's up, Bruce? Um, I'll let them off as the song is so great. You're right. <laughs> See, Bruce agrees. You're right. The second half has a definite whiff of no one can. The other standout is Sierra Leone. Got me a bit choked up, to be honest. It does have a lot of sections, however, and this is the crucial bit. There is a musical thread that runs throughout the whole song, so it always feels feels like the same song in a way that their best long songs in my opinion do and some of the others don't bottom line if pretty much all of a marillion album grabs you on first Uh listen it's a cracker keep up the great work kester um Um, that's basically what you were saying that sierra leone holds up yeah uh holds together as as a cohesive 
peace. And I was so worried about that because we know Mark Kelly, he says it's his least favourite song on the album. We know Lucy described it to me as a grower. Right. Uh, and we also know that it, it it's patched together in a Montreal-style way and Montreal is a, doesn't seem to be many people's favourite song and we we love it, but... Um, but what I'm seeing is loads of people seem to really love Sierra Leone and I'm pleased about that because we were just kind of told, oh, it's Crow and the Nightingale, oh, it's Care. And I think everyone mm. focused on those two. Right. Um, going in, we're expecting huge things for those. And then there's this, <laughs> then there's this hidden gem on the oh. album. <laughs> oh, do you like I that? see what you did Do you like there. that? That's good, isn't it? You wouldn't get that reference, Hayley. No, I don't. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the song's about diamond. Oh. That he found in some rubbish. Oh, yeah. and then he kept it. He didn't sell it. I once found um, twenty pounds in a, a an old hat. What <laughs> did in you? A charity shop. Yeah, I bought Where? a fat. Like hat. The, That's good I bought going. A funny hat once from a charity it was shop. In the hat. There was there was twenty pounds in the lining of the hat. In the lining of the hat. Yeah. Maybe it was a lucky twenty pounds. Uh, <laughs> yes, well, it didn't bring me much luck, did it? Well, you Why? don't know. <laughs> Did the hat not suit you? Uh, no, that's that's why I went out in the hat and um, uh, <laughs> a girder fell on my head. <laughs> Was that after you'd taken the twenty pounds out though? Yeah, and spent it. So you should have kept it in spent, there and spent it on um, a day at a building site. <laughs> 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 building site. Wow, said, that's expensive for what it is. Live the thrill of being a construction worker without a hard hat. I said, I don't need a hard hat. I've got my funny hat. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your 20 pounds. Thank you very much. 20 pounds. I oh, don't do that. Yeah, I did well, that. I to have to. I, did, I have no, to. I did that to you last week. I edited it out of the episode. I did it to you in last week's episode, which right. I took out, because you had a meltdown that you can, can't speak properly. Well, I can't. No, only, no, you can. You can speak perfectly fine, can't she, Hayley? Yes. Yes. Well, However, what you can't do is, is you think... You, you think the names of Marillion albums are actually the Arabic boys' names. <laughs> that's, that's where you fall down. You should have asked. You know how you're going to be on um, H's podcast, Corona Whoa, Diaries, we've on not Friday. told them about I know, but I, I just, spoiler alert, everyone, Paul's going to be on H's podcast, Corona Diaries, In fact, the one that question. comes out for most of you comes out today. Uh, um, I'm doing it as we speak in on friday this is wednesday i'm doing i my got my question selected yeah you, this should be your question him. how do you pronounce a h b i d yeah how do you pronounce your name h it's h anthony short not h we used to get told <laughs> off at primary school for saying h yeah they do it all the time on that Teacher podcast was year, year one she was just like i don't want to hear h it's h, h. I got made to write down phonetically H A I T C H. Oh well, so we, they didn't go that far with us. And I was told it doesn't begin with a H. H. It begins with an A. Mm. It's H. There we go. I was made to write that down phonetically. You're appalled by that, Haley, aren't you? Well, I, I never really thought about it. My name starts with H. 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 Oh. <laughs> it's H. Not and H. I'm a primary school teacher. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't told your kids. I don't no. want to hear any H's. No. Mm, enough from the H haters. <laughs> uh, we, well, then, well, let me just read out this next letter. No, Hayley, no, you can't. You're breastfeeding. Um, this next letter is uh, another one from Kester. Shall I just read out this as yes. a follow up? 
It's another one from Kester. Hope you don't mind, but I've sent another message after living with the album for a few days. It's still brilliant. Favourite track is Sierra Leone. Yes, go Kester, the hangman. If someone said to me, who are Meridian? I'd play them sleeping in the white sand to the Freetown section and say, there, that is Meridian. Yeah. He's right. Yes. Um, only one downside. I wish they wouldn't split the song sections on the CD. So to play song six, you have to actually go to 15 or wherever. None of those numbers are used on the packaging anywhere. How he's does got, that work? He's got a point. Well, because they broke the songs down into the sections. So to play song six, you have to go to 15. Yeah. Because be oh, hard I on get yourself it, I get it. And, yes. uh, and reprogram the gene right. uh, broken down into smaller snippets. Yeah. Which I get. It is annoying. I get why they also get why they've done it. It makes sense for streaming. For streaming. But on CDs and physical media. Well, no. No? Uh, the, the, the versions that we got, the downloads, right. the songs are intact. The version on the CD, I believe, is broken down into its snippets, which I think a few people... Oh, were, was that an it, accident? I don't think it was an accident. It's just what was done. Oh. I think a, people, a few people were a little bit miffed by that. <laughs> Look, there's enough technology and software out there now that you can piece things together and make them as a whole. It's pretty easy. Well, know. easy for you, who has all the software and the oh, it's easy for abilities me. to edit music. And, and it's difficult for idiots. Yes, I admit, I admit, it's difficult for idiots to do that. Wow. <laughs> A lot of people. Uh, no, well, the only real complaint we ever had was when I said that Sanya accidentally broke wind once. Um, <laughs> who complained? Uh, someone on Marillion and Fans who said, I don't want to know what comes out of your wife's ass. <laughs> were We're bringing words. it up again. <laughs> Can we stop talking about this topic? That seems a bit extreme. What, what I said or what he what said? What he said. Yeah, thank you. See, then he was she, friendly afterwards. Then he was nice. Yeah, bless him. He did listen to it. So it was actually quite a good review. Once he got over your flatulence, Sonia. Oh, my God, um, stop. <laughs> <laughs> now Sonia's uh, like smashing the place up with rage. She's gone full Gollum. Full Gollum. Does Wait, Gollum get rageful? You know have, I've never watched no, Lord of the Rings. No, Smeagol back in the room. Bring Smeagol back. <laughs> Smeagol back in the room. I've never watched Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm not sure that being compared to Gollum... Is the nicest. It's Gollum thing, and Smeagol. Oh, really? Have you ever this seen is, Gollum? Um, yeah, he's not. He's not, not a good-looking guy. Just personality. Yeah, I mean, he's, isn't he the? Wise. Isn't he like the villain of the story? He's no, not, he's not the nicest character. No, he's not a nice character, but Smeagol was. He just got corrupted by the ring. That's all. He got addicted to the ring. There you go. Yeah, Smeagol was all right. All right. And then then he flips between Smeagol and Gollum. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read that? There you can read that little letter, Hayley, oh, from, from Matthew, Matthew Re- Revel. 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 Uh, or Maltesers Man, or whatever. Do we call him Maltesers? I can't remember. I can't, I can't read what that word says. P- what? P- Pedanthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you went to Pizza Hut with him once, uh, 18 years ago. Anthony, yeah, we call him Pedanthony. You call him Pedanthony? Because he's pedantic. Oh, poor Anthony. Um, so Matthew Revel, bloody hell. I hope Pedantony <laughs> approves the length of this message. Matthew. That's it. Because uh, Pedantony <laughs> came on and he just he just laid into all our listeners saying oh. how much he hates their long letters. Um, <laughs> they're too long and boring. Oh. Which is rude of him, wasn't it? So rude. And as I told them all, if they ever see him at a Meridian uh, gig or... Just in the street to spit at him. No, you did not say that. 
do that. <laughs> Poor Anthony. Spit at the back of his head, I said. No. no. Yes. I wonder he'll feel it because he's in Connie hair. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, you, you, I know you're listening. You heard what Hayley said. On the top of his head, he's got hair on his beard. Well, I was spitting his beard then. <laughs> no. Is that what you're prefer? <laughs> you prefer people to spit in his beard? That's even worse. <laughs> no, don't, don't spit Anthony. That is worse, isn't it? If someone's spat in your beard. I mean, it's yeah, pretty bad spitting spit, anywhere. I think spitting your beard would be worse than uh, your You could just wipe it off with yeah. like an antibacterial cloth for your head. If it's in the beard, it's going to get stuck. That's grim. Get stuck you in all the hairs. Feel, yeah, your beard would never feel clean again if someone spat no. in your beard. You'd have to shampoo it several times. Yeah. Disgusting. So just don't don't spit. Uh, do you want? Yeah, everyone, just don't spit. Let's let's. Obviously, you're all grown ups listening to this. I'm assuming we haven't got any 14 year olds who are going to be influenced by me saying spit at Anthony if you see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Poor assuming Anthony. you all know he, that's what a has joke. he done to deserve this? Slagged off all our all our listeners. Said their long, boring letters are boring. Tanya, do you want to read this next one from Simon Hall? Sure. Um, uh, Simon Hall. Simon Hall. Trying to Hall. think of a nickname. I used to know someone called Simon Hall. I'm assuming this isn't him. He makes uh, or fixes race cars, the other Simon Hall. Uh, that's a cool job. That's a cool job, isn't it? Uh, this Simon Hall, Albert. Albert. Oh, Royal Albert. Royal Albert. So this letter from Royal Albert. Royal Albert says, I wrote a huge epistle to you a week ago. (laughs) So I won't keep you long. In the previous message, I mentioned that having found fear to be devoid of tunes and anything memorable, I was terrified that, oh God, I get all the letters with the Achbid written in them. I was terrified that Achbid would confirm my worst fears. That Marillion had forgotten how to write a song. I literally just finished my first immersive listen to An Hour Before It's Dark. Ah, and, she bottled it. And for you, it's great. You're making that opinion far too soon, by the way, uh, Royal Albert. The, re- <laughs> the relief is palpable. How how they can go from such a career low as fear? What? <laughs> what? I've never heard anyone <laughs> say career career low. Be that hard on fear? Wow. Okay. Wow. Again, sorry. I mean, I'm going to regret saying this, but again, compared to Merillion.com, it's like why is no one picking Merillion.com as a career low? Yeah. No offence, Marillion.com. Because it's got nice shiny Lovers production. of Marillion.com. Ooh, Stephen Wilson did some production on it, so it sounds Fear's really... has got great production. Oh, really spacey. Silly kind of Okay, Marillion.com does have some good bits. See, this is where the golem comes in. Now, yeah, then I feel yeah, guilty look, and then it? I have now to balance everyone, it you're out. saying it. Now we're Smeagol. Golem in action. Now we're Smeagol. Yeah. I, I can't just leave it at I don't like Marillion.com. <laughs> golem hates his Marillion.com. Oh, Smeagol likes .com. <laughs> It's got, it's got some good songs Dot on it. Dot com got some good bits in it. Uh, got them not like it. Don't them like a legacy. Oh, but it got Tumble Down the Years on it. Yeah, I love Tumble Down the Years. There we go. So um, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and I've lost my place. So how they can go from such a career low as fit to something as exceptional as an hour before it's dark is, well, it's Marillion. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. 
I had successfully avoided spoilers of any sort for the album, so was listening to the album without prior hearing of any of it. It's such a powerful piece with absolutely no low points. On first listen, I think The Crow and the Nightingale is my favourite, with Reprogram the Gene as a close second. Ah, oh, lots of people seem mm-hmm. to love Reprogram good. the Gene. Whoa, I've closed the whole page. Well, um, that's, that's I haven't heard it enough to settle on that, nor to be able to... What did you say? <laughs> Maybe Smeagol did it. <laughs> Maybe. No, that's the kind of thing Gollum would do. Yeah. Gollum Katie the bake. <laughs> Um, I haven't heard it enough to settle on that, nor to be able to pick out favourite performances and solos, etc. But I just wanted to write to express myself, to express my relief, really. What's wrong with that? Nothing, nothing. Express yourself. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What's wrong with that? Express myself. Okay. (laughs) It's what I want. Oh, no, that's 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 the wrong song. Yeah. Interestingly, there are no immediate songs in the same way that, say, Beautiful or No One Can can be hummed absentmindedly in the shower. Did you want to say something? No. But where fear meandered and felt pieced together out of disparate bits, these songs feel more memorable and crafted, and each song flows nicely through its numbered sections, even where the different sections are quite markedly different in pace and tone. Great work. Great work, kiddo, as Fish would say. Mm -hmm. And as the boys have just today announced a gig just down the road from me in Stoke, today is a good day for Marillion and for me. Blimey, I might even have to give Fear another try in a week or two, seeing as they'll no doubt play a couple off of that as well. But for now, it's back to (laughs) Achbed. No, sorry. Okay, Arbid. I'll say it how you all want to say it. For at least a week or two. Cheers, Simon Hall. Um, do you want to read one, Hayley? Yeah, I can read one. Who is this from? Oh, I didn't write who it was so from. From Simon. Mark. Uh, uh, Hayley's reading one, thank you very much. Oh. And I've scrolled down so she doesn't have to read a long one. Oh, you've changed it. Oh, okay, sorry. Thank you, backseat driver. You're welcome. Um... Yes, from Simon... Simon em- Dickinson. Emily Dickinson. Ah, very good. Good one, isn't it? Good no, I don't name. get it. Is it Emily Dickinson? Who's that? Writer the, woman? Girl? The writer. Lady. From a long time ago. From a long time ago. <laughs> from dinosaur times. <laughs> right, there you go. Um, great podcast last week. Tone was spot on regarding the war in Ukraine. Feedback for the album. Wow, just stunning. Five listens in and getting better and better. The band is reaching new highs. Can't wait to hear them live. Keep up the great work. Best wishes, Emily. <laughs> I don't get it. Emily Dickinson. What's it's that like, like um, you know, Jane Austen, Emily Bronte, oh, okay, like yeah, that yeah. kind of era. Yeah, she's just not one of them. One of that lot. <laughs> yeah, she one is. Lot. She's one of that oh, lot. Bruce. Bruce is awake. Bruce is awake, everyone. Um, so I'll read the next one, Sonia, and then you can read the last one. All right. The next one is from, doesn't say who it's from. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Which Mark? Is it one of the Marks that we know? Mark. Uh, no, I don't think so. Is it a Mark of Distinction? No, because the Mark that we know is Dimples. No, no, but there's also there's other marks that write into us. Gryffindor. I can have a look. Doesn't matter. It, it, this is this Ma- is. Gryffindor signs off as a Gryffindor. He does now. 
Let me let me check. Ah, Mark Borden. Ah, Mark Borden. Uh, Borden Crossing. I don't get that. Border Crossing. Poor. That's poor, isn't it? Yeah, Borden. you can do better than Borden. that. Borden. I'm boarding the boat to... <laughs> it made Hayley laugh. <laughs> boarding the boat. Okay, Boatman. The Boatman. Boatman. There we go. Boatman. Uh, I think this is the most excited I've been for an album release. It's The Division Bell by Pink Floyd in 1994. Really? You're excited for post-Roger Waters Pink Floyd album? Fine. Uh, on first listen, I felt a little underwhelmed. I didn't have the emotional response that you both had. However, I saw this as a good thing. My All, all my favourite Meridian albums have been slow burners, as they should be. After about 20 listens, good man, uh, I can say I think this is one of Meridian's great albums up there with Brave and Marbles. It's definitely better than Fear. Agreed? And we like Fear, don't we, Sanya? Yeah, no, I, I actually genuinely like Fear. Get a load of his next comment. The best song for me is Sierra Leone. <gasps> there you go. Sierra Leone gang in the house. Boy, Mark Kelly's going to have to play it if this keeps up. I don't think Mark Kelly said he didn't like it, Paul. I think he was just saying... It was, he just said, it's okay. Like the other ones, he was like, they're great. And then he was Mm. like, and that one's okay. Comment from Mark Kelly. He fought, he fought to keep the album down to 45 minutes. The album is 54 minutes. How long is Sierra Leone? 10 minutes. Hmm. I wonder what song that Mark Kelly didn't want on the album. Hmm. I wonder what song he didn't want on the album. You can't put words into his mouth like that. I'll, I'll ring him up and I'll say, I'll ask him. You should have asked him at his book launch. Yeah, well, I didn't, did I? Cause, no, you uh, chickened out of asking any questions, even my question that I didn't want to ask in public. What was it? It was a boring question, though, wasn't it? You said it was a good question. <laughs> but no, it was a boring question. My question. question didn't fit the atmosphere, so and I'm glad already, you didn't no, ask No, the it. question I was going to ask, which is the only question I had prepared, it was, was answered immediately. It was what not was answered in the first question. You wanted me to ask him whether he felt... Uh, it was whether he felt nervous being in the spotlight without No, not nervous, like just how was his yeah. experience. But I decided that I didn't want that asked when we were there on the night because it didn't fit the atmosphere of the evening. But what was the question that you wanted to ask? That was the question I was going to ask. I didn't really want to. Oh, just, you didn't have a question of your I own. Should, no, I just felt I should pose that because you said you wanted that question asked and... I, I did, but maybe own. he'll answer it another time. Well, he did answer it. He said, he said right in the book, he knows how H feels. Plus as well, I, oh, did, true, I true. did do an hour-long interview with him. I didn't really have any questions left after that. You know, I spoke to him for an hour. It's kind of, kind of done. Why are you doing that? Everyone at home, you can't see the rude face Sandy was pulling at me. She's stroking her chin and doing a kind of chinny wreck on face. Why are you doing that to me? Listening to what you're saying. Why are you doing that? That That is so unnecessarily rude and completely, that's a complete non sequitur of rudeness. It means I'm following what you're saying. Moving on. With this well, next letter. time, ask him what he thinks of Sierra Leone. Fine. What do you think? Or whether that was the song well, he did on the album. He said on the night, it's his least favourite. It is book launch. Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about the book launch. We went on Mark Kelly's book launch. Uh, it was really good. It was really good. I saw um, John Mitchell. Everyone know John Mitchell from uh, Lonely Robot? And uh, he wrote um, some songs on Fish's last album. I didn't tell you. Did I tell you that I saw him snogging a woman? No. Yeah. In the pub? In the pub, yeah. Wow. Okay. Go, woman. John. Yeah. Go, John Mitchell. Uh, and there were some big, big train people there. I didn't recognise anyone else other than uh, Stephanie from the Meridian organisation who was taking yes, names on the door. Yes, I finally got to see her. She uh, said, "Nice to see you." To you, she did. And then you, because I, of course, I don't recognise anyone. But um, and I was like, "Oh, 
Who's that? Cool. You, you were like, who's who, who's she? No, I you, wasn't. Said, who's she? No, no, so I who's wasn't. She then? Saying she hello was... to you. <laughs> <laughs> she was marking everyone in at the door. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> It was a good and then, night. And we then had a good yesterday time. I saw her name mentioned in Mark Kelly's book, which I finally finished everyone. It only took a month or more. How long did that take? Two um, months? It took a month or more. Right, I'm moving on with um, whatever this, this fella's, what do we say, board the boat, uh, boatman. He said, best song for me, Sierra Leone, and the section between dozing in the sunset like the haze on the road and I'm dreaming in the white sand is possibly my favourite Meridian passage of music ever. This is straight out of pre- the Prefab Sprout playbook and it is glorious. Well, that's interesting. Um, look, I, I really hope, because Care's great, middle section meanders. I'm saying it now, I can say this now after a degree of time, it meanders a bit for me. And I disagree with you, okay. so balancing brilliantly out. Brilliantly strong opening, brilliantly strong, en- strong ending, possibly the best ending of any Marillion song ever. Exactly. Um, but the middle just, just just drifts for five minutes, that's all. I like the middle too. Um, anyway, his current least favourite track is Reprogram the Gene. Uh, I'm not sure about the lyrics, and apart from the poppy bit in the middle, I think it doesn't really get out of first gear. That said, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being my favourite song after another 20 listens. Care is obviously brilliant, and he's clearly influenced by the Blue Nile during the Angels on Earth section. Oh, interesting. I hadn't seen that, but anyway... Uh, overall, it's another Meridian classic that I think will stand the test of time. I'm not sure it will break outside the fan base bubble, though. No, that's you know, clearly not happening. But the band shouldn't be too hard on themselves as they have produced a genuine diamond here. Oh, see, there, see that with oh, two... Right. He got two... Um, I don't even know what the word is to, A twofer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a twofer. yeah. Two yeah. references in one sentence. Next letter is from JT. Who shot JT? <laughs> JT Hooker, but because it, it's TJ Hooker. Oh, TJ hmm. Hooker, you're the best. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that you you clarified that it was based upon the TV show TJ Hooker and not that you were accusing him of being a hooker. No. Uh. Well, I'm, th- I'm talking about the advert for TJ Hooker, the uh, real estate agent in Sydney. In, oh, thank you for your very, very niche reference. Thank you so much. Are you familiar <laughs> with that, Hayley? The, the real estate agency, uh, TJ Hooker in Sydney during the 1980s. Are you familiar with those adverts? And the adverts, the advert jingle is, TJ Hooker, you're the best. You remember that? You remember that jingle from growing up mm. here in the 90s? In, in, in <laughs> it doesn't Britain? ring a bell. Yeah. I think they existed in America as well. Did they? Mm. Oh, okay, good. Well, thanks. Thanks for um, thanks for enlightening us all with um, a great reference that we can all all laugh at uh, nostalgically. <laughs> that was well, a really got, long, unwieldy sentence. You've got sentence. the TJ Hooker reference. Yeah, you anyway, and your friends and my friends have the J. Right. I think I've even got the name wrong of the real estate agent. But anyway, uh, TJ Prozzy. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, can I quickly... No, you're not I looking at... You are not looking... I think look, it might be PJ Hooker. It's, we've recorded for too long. It's nearly five o'clock. It's, near, it's dinner time, basically. Bruce needs his granddad to give him some attention again. <laughs> LJ Hooker. Oh. LJ Hooker. You're the best. Okay. Hope all is well. Not written in since the first time, but thought I'd share my thoughts on the new album. If I had to rate my favourite track, it would either be Care or Reprogram the Gene. 
Both are amazing and I can imagine so many parts being incredible live. Reprogram the gene instantly made me go, yep, they've done it. This is going to be good. I feel like I can hear parts of Marble's Fear and Sounds That Can't Be Made in there too, which is great. Overall, the album has the potential to be the greatest they've done. I think it would be remiss not to cover some of the subject matter explored on these tracks, given it has clearly given at least H some creative input. Initially, I was worried the album content would be a little too jarring with some of the environmental and virus-related lyrics, hitting a little too close to home. I noticed a fan had commented on a tweet about the album that they felt the songs were decent but would date fairly quickly. I'd like to hope that were the case with some of the subject matter and we can look back on how far we have come, but a part of me does worry that some of the darker motifs and warnings will still remain relevant in years to come. Personally, I think they handle the last few years in a very contemplative way and in such a way that the lyrics are multi-meaning and carry depth to make you truly think and reflect. I won't call out specific bits I like because I tried that and the email didn't seem to end. Hmm. So, so I'll just say, potentially would be proud. Um, so I'll just say that I am finding the album incredibly enjoyable and I'm telling everybody I know about it to keep the album hype up. Finally, as I'm the same age as your eldest, I think you said, daughter. She's 31. She's here. She's literally Oh my God. Hello. This is so weird. He chances? says, I'd like. I'd be really interested to hear how she found up growing up with Marillion as I did ex- ex- the exact same thing with my dad. Well, how about that? Wow. Well, good. Wow. That's a great way this to end the letters. This is fate. Synchronicity. Tell him. Tell him. How did I find growing up listening to Marillion? Was it just part of the fabric of growing up with me? Yeah, I think so. I think um, perhaps not my taste in music, but you always had music on, whether it was Marillion or... Counting crows, you love, you love crows. them, don't you? I have a specific memory of every time we got in the car, you'd put on a song and you'd say, do you know who this band is? And it always seemed to be you too. Yeah, I know. I always did that. <laughs> oh. yeah. it was well, just that's, a I was joke. not expecting that. <laughs> it was just oh, a running you joke. did it on purpose? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, a lot of my, like, I listen, there's a lot of songs that I like that I probably wouldn't have been exposed to had, I, had you not had oh. music on all the time because you worked from home. Yes. Um, and that's, that goes for Marillion. Yeah. Like, I, the, a lot of the songs, if I hear them, it's like a nice feeling to hear them because it reminds me Aww. of childhood. I'd be curious to know what you th- what you make of the new stuff that you've not grown up with. Yeah. Uh, to see whether you've just got that nostalgia attached yeah. to the earlier stuff or whether you might actually like some of the yeah. new stuff. Because Emily actually seems to genuinely like genuinely it. Genuinely like, yeah. To be fair, I mean, I've not not given it a go. No. Maybe I need to. Well, you should. They've got a new album out. Yeah, well, I will then. It's called... <laughs> <laughs> In stores now. In stores now. <laughs> Sounds like Klingon. <laughs> oh, but I do, um, I do think that, I say it's nostalgia, but I do they, they, I do like the songs. I think the music, like, it's not just, oh, it, that just was a nice feeling. It reminds me of being little. Mm. I will sing along and I do, I do like the music. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You. It's not like you are kind of. Oh, I just like rap music or anything. Yeah. Like that, I'm sure there's plenty of songs you played as a child that I don't like. Yeah, I'm sure there are. <laughs> do you remember Rock and Roll McDonald's? <laughs> I do. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> rock and Roll McDonald's. I've not heard Rock and Roll McDonald's. <laughs> do you know? I have this memory. Do you remember? I must. Have, was it Year Six? I had to do a project that was to do with music, and you you recorded me a tape. And then I had to, it was like songs through history. 
Yeah. And you you did it for me. You record, oh. you know, it's back when you had like cassettes. Oh and wow. Then you made, made me little cards that said on them what each song was, what the year was, oh. who had oh, who had done it. Oh, I um I've sp- the only song I remember on it was that Goodness Gracious Great Balls of Fire was on there. Oh really? That's good, oh. isn't it? But you did that. There must be. I think it was a year six project. Oh. I had to stand up in front of everyone, so and play I, it. I did it. Before, I did it instead of you. Well, that's not right, is it? Why didn't you do it? I, th- I think you wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I can did. see you taking over with something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah, you totally. quite enjoyed it. Someone, someone <laughs> Why hasn't anyone given me a project yeah, like someone that? Someone asking me to make a mixtape. Yeah, <laughs> love that all the time. Yeah. And then talking about, and then here you are on a mu- music podcast. Yeah, one of one of the talking UK's the top two hundred <laughs> music podcasts. Yeah, we we do uh, we some, we have been in the top hundred a few times. Really? Yeah, um, That's good. yeah, we get about um, well over the last month because we uh, obviously we've had a bit of a boost from the new album, mm. and we've had like Mark Kelly on and the keyboard player. We've had uh, between sort of seven and eight thousand listen, listeners a month, which is not bad for a podcast. I'm no. so I'm told. So I'm most told. most podcasts on ninety percent of them get about fifty listens a month or something like that. We're doing something right. Oh, well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, Bruce, for joining us this week. He's, he's the fidgety. star of the show. Yeah, he's getting fidgety. So we're going to wrap up now. And I'm going to go and give Bruce a cuddle because I've not had one for however long an hour. we've been recording. It's only an hour. <laughs> no, it was too long. Feels like we've been recording for longer. All right. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for listening yet again. Um, stay safe. Subscribe. Tell people about us. All that usual stuff. Hopefully next week we will crack on with marbles. We're ready to go. Aren't We're we? ready. Yeah, just, been ready for. It's a just because we had quite a few people say to us, "Oh, this week you should yeah talk about the situation with Meridian and fans." And then of course we wanted to just talk about the fan reaction to the new album. Because we that, had a lot of letters. The fact that we we're probably at number two in the charts this week. Don't know because we're recording this on Wednesday and the charts aren't out yet. Uh, when did that? When what day of the week did the charts Thursday end? Or Friday, I think. I think they end sales. Oh, on so it's weekday, and then I think they come out on Friday. Don't quote me on that. Tomorrow, then. This is the UK, by the way. Okay. Um, yeah, Fear got to number three. Oh, so it's doing better than Fear at the moment. Yeah, I think that seems oh, well to be done. The case. Let's see if we can get them to number one. No, we well, won't. you won't. Stereophonics. By the time you Stereophonics hear this, will be number one. They got They're really. Yeah, Stereophonics have got a new album out. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, hey, I haven't recorded it yet. He might have bumped me off the uh, off the guest list, but um, you might be able to hear me on Steve Hogarth's The Corona Diaries. And you'll well be on the week. video, won't you? Yeah, if you're a patron. Are you yeah. a little bit nervous? Weirdly, I am, because it's a Zoom call. It's fine. Like, it's like when I interviewed Lucy and Mark Kelly, I, both, mm. I said to both of them, let's not do cameras. Right. And that's sort of fine. Yeah. Um, I don't really want my mug on there with like loads of people watching me. Oh, yeah. I've said it before. There's a man I'm... who does a video nearly every week. <laughs> hey, everyone, you should go and watch our video of us wandering around the British Museum <laughs> on, our, on <laughs> yeah. our channel Digitizer. It's quite fun. Um, anyway, right, that's by the by. Uh, speak to you all next week, hopefully with some marble stuff. Bye. Wow, what a what a little bit more well, enthusiasm. I didn't know, no, I didn't know if you I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know if you had finished your sentence. Well, I said bye. You seemed that to be continuing. Bye. Oh and also No. Yeah. I didn't no. I was done. I'm done. Okay. Bye. Bye. Boo say bye. <laughs>